Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Celebrate our God-given freedom and faith while honoring our Blessed Mother with Girelli's USA Rosary. Each state is represented on this rosary's 50 beads. Red, white, and blue enamel adorn its patriotic crucifix. Get yours today. Shop www.ghirelli.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. Today, we continue our reflection upon Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II. And today, we'll do something a little different by starting out with a gospel reflection on Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 36. And we'll hopefully also have some time for some healing scripture passages. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And just a quick acknowledgement. This program, Forming Faithful Families, as well as myself and my family, are all consecrated to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Nuestra Señora de Guadalupe, rega por nosotros. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So let's start with Matthew 14, 22 to 36, where Jesus walks on the water and with him, Peter. I'll read the passage first, and then we'll go back and reflect upon it. And once again, I'm using my Jerusalem Bible, which happens to be my personal favorite. Directly after this, he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he would send the crowds away. After sending the crowds away, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, while the boat by now far out on the lake was battling with the heavy sea, for there was a headwind. In the fourth watch of the night, 
he went towards them, walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But at once, Jesus called out to them, saying, Courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. It was Peter who answered, Lord, he said, if it is you, tell me to come to you across the water. Come, said Jesus. Then Peter got out of the boat and started walking toward Jesus across the water. But as soon as he felt the force of the wind, he took fright and began to sink. Lord, save me, he cried. Jesus put out his hand at once and held him. Man of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And as they got him into the boat, the wind dropped. The men in the boat bowed down before him and said, truly, you are the son of God. What an awesome passage. Let's turn to the Holy Spirit to walk us through this passage once again and to unpack it with his invaluable aid. Now, this is right after Jesus had healed the sick and had fed 5,000 men to say nothing of women and children with just five loaves and two fish. So it was directly after this, directly after this, that he made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he would send the crowds away. Well, it was time for a reality check to get refocused for the disciples to be purified and prepared for their future mission. Note, we're told that Jesus made the disciples get into the boat. They probably didn't want to go. They wanted to bask in the glory of what had just happened. Like you and I, they weren't looking for the cross. They weren't looking to be challenged. So Jesus made them get into the boat. And what? To go on ahead to the other side without him. And our Lord Jesus sent the crowds away because he did not want their adulation. He didn't want them following him for superficial reasons like being fed with bread and fish. Jesus needed to get to his business of going up into the hills by himself to pray. To pray to who? To his father. To be with his father. Yes, we can never be too busy to pray. It's that when we're one with our father, when we pray, we gain strength. We gain strength and we learn what our mission is and we're empowered to go out and complete our mission for the kingdom. And when evening came, in other words, when it became dark, Jesus was there all alone, while the boat by now was far out in the lake. And the disciples were battling, battling with a heavy sea. There was a head wind. Do you recognize parallels in your own life? Are you engaged in battles right now in your life? Are you in darkness? Are you afraid you feel abandoned by God? Well, let me assure you, Jesus has not for one second taken his eyes off of you and your needs and your loved ones. Not for one second. I think Jesus was up in the hills watching, watching the disciples battling on the lake. He was always in control, always ready to come to their rescue at every second. But sometimes God permits darkness in our life. He permits battles, adversities, and through these we come closer to God. God permits this only 
out of love, out of infinite love for you. And when we're in darkness and going through some terrible cross, it seems as if we're encountering a headwind where no matter how hard we try, we cannot seem to advance. We cannot seem to escape from the darkness. We feel abandoned. Our cross seems insurmountable. We feel like we've been in the battle for so long, for too long. Note it was the fourth watch of the night. That was three in the morning. That means they have been battling with a heavy sea since the beginning of the evening. I'm sure the battle seemed completely overwhelming to the disciples. But it is at this moment with the disciples in this passage, as with you in your life, that Jesus, our Lord, appears on the scene. He comes to the rescue. He comes to the rescue in a way that we would never have imagined. Oh, the Lord Jesus loves to come to the rescue. He loves to come to your rescue. So Jesus comes in the fourth watch of the night towards the disciples walking on the lake. In other words, he is completely in command. He is totally in control. He has all the power. And when the disciples see Jesus walking on the lake, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Yes, when we are separated from Jesus, for whatever reason, we become terrified. Our life becomes fear-driven. We become confused. We cannot make heads or tails out of everything. And they look at Jesus. The disciples look at Jesus, who they knew so well, and he said, it's a ghost. Well, it was time for them to turn to Jesus. And Jesus knew that it was time to come to the rescue. So Jesus calls out, courage, courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. And then Peter turns from fear, from a fear-driven life, we could say, to courage and faith in Jesus and the willingness to take a risk in life, to receive the blessings which Jesus our Lord wants to pour out upon him, pour out upon you. So Peter says, Lord, and he's still a little unsure of himself. He says, if it is you, tell me to come across the water. Come, said Jesus. And that should be our prayer Lord Jesus, tell me to come to you. Tell me to come to you. Whatever it takes, I want to come to you. Even if I have to walk across water and face the possibility of drowning, I want to come to you. You are my all. Just tell me to come to you. Whatever it takes, I want to come to you. And Jesus says, come. To Peter, he says, come. And in answer to your prayer, he says, come, my beloved. Come, courage, don't be afraid. I've got this. I've got your back. I will not let any harm come to you, my beloved. And then Peter gets out of the boat and starts walking towards Jesus across the water. Because when Jesus says, come, no matter how tough and impossible the circumstances are, Go, go. We should go because he's going to protect us and make sure we arrive safely into his arms. Oh, yes, he will. 
every time he will make sure that you arrive safely into his arms, into his loving embrace. But like so many of us in our weak human condition, Peter, as soon as he felt the force of the wind, he took fright and began to sink. He took his eyes off of Jesus and looked at the problems before him. And he feels the force of the wind and he becomes frightened and begins to sink. That's what happens when we take our eyes off our Lord Jesus. As long as we stay close to our Lord Jesus, we have nothing to worry about. Because Jesus has all the power. He is in complete command. And he loves you, loves you, loves you beyond your imagination. All the time. Every time. Do we get this? Let's keep our eyes on our Lord Jesus. So Peter cries out, Lord, save me. Great move on Peter's part. That's what we have to do when we have taken our eyes off of Jesus. When we fall, when we begin to sink, just turn to him again and say, Lord, save me. And as with Peter, when we cry out, Lord, save me. Jesus's response is to put out his hand at once and hold him as he reaches out his hand to you and holds you when you cry out to him every time. And there you are safe. We'll be right back to continue our reflection upon this beautiful passage from Matthew chapter 14. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You can email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Please don't go away. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find 
consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We return to our reflection upon Matthew 14, 22 to 36, where Jesus walks on the water and with him, Peter. We note that when Peter cries out, Lord, save me, Jesus put out his hand when? At once, at once, without delay. Call on Jesus and he will put out his hand at once, without delay and he will lift you out of the stormy water and into his embrace where you are always safe. And Jesus says to Peter, as he says to us, when we become afraid, when we take our eyes off of him, when we turn away from him and try to take care of everything ourselves, when we try to take care of things ourself that are beyond our power, beyond our control. And Jesus says, man of little faith, man of little faith. He said, why did you doubt? Jesus is not angry. Jesus is only calling Peter, calling you, calling me to trust in him. He's only acting in love. He's saying, why did you doubt? Don't you know that I'm here? Don't you know that I love you? Don't you know that I have all the power that I'm seeing to every detail of your life? That every hair on your head has been counted by me. I love you. I will not let any harm come to you. That is what Jesus is saying here to you. Do you believe? Well, believe. Believe it. And at this point... The men in the boat who had been so terribly afraid and confused, they get it now. They get it. They bow down before our Lord Jesus and they say, truly, Jesus, you are the son of God. Listen, when things are tough in your life, bow down, bow down before your Lord Jesus and tell him, Yes, truly, Jesus, you are the son of God. I give everything to you. And now I have no worries whatsoever. Do you understand yet how you are truly the apple of your Lord Jesus's eye? Go to Jesus. Go to him with everything. Go to him with all your worries and concerns and your gratitude and rest in him. And this will make Jesus so happy because you Yes, you are everything to him. Well, I love scripture. I love the word of God. And I'm sure you do as well. So let's return to Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II, my hero. Oh, what a blessing to the world he was and is. Say with me. John Paul II, we love you. John Paul II, we love you. Remember that? Let's pick up on Article 11 
under part two, the plan of God for marriage and the family section entitled man, the image of the God who is love. Quote, the institution of marriage is not an undue interference by society or authority, nor the intrinsic imposition of a form. Rather, it is an interior requirement of the covenant of conjugal love, which is publicly affirmed as unique and exclusive in order to live in complete fidelity to the plan of God, the creator. A person's freedom, far from being restricted by this fidelity, is secured against every form of subjectivism or relativism and is made a sharer in creative wisdom, capital W, end of quote. So we see here that the institution of marriage is not something just made up by society or some authority. Marriage is not an extrinsic, outside imposition of a particular form. No, it has a much deeper meaning than that. Marriage is an interior, interior requirement of the covenant of conjugal love. Again, conjugal is of or relating to marriage or the relationship of a married couple. In other words, it is a loyal, loyal, loyal kind of love. We are called to be loyal to our spouse, even at a very high cost, loyalty. And this covenant, this covenant of loyal, conjugal love is publicly affirmed as unique and exclusive. This is a unique union between husband and wife. It is exclusive. It is exclusive to husband, wife, and God. This sort of trinity. Oh, what a beautiful thing this is. And married couples are called to live in complete fidelity to the plan of God, the creator. Yes, marriage is the very plan of God. Dear husband and wife, your marriage is unique and so special to God, your creator. God is infinitely concerned with your marriage. Your marriage means everything to God. And he's with you. He's with you to help you every step of the way. And one enters into marriage in complete freedom. So a person's freedom is far from being restricted by this fidelity. This fidelity is a gift. And this fidelity must be secured against every form of subjectivism or relativism. We cannot say, I pledge my fidelity to you as my spouse, except for this, that, and the other thing. No, that would be relativistic. That would be subjective. No, a valid marriage cannot be undone. It is unto death. And what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful commitment that is. Marriage is a supreme gift. And oh, what fruit flows from the covenant of marriage, especially in the children who are brought into existence as a fruit of the couple's love. And through the gift of the covenant of marriage, the couple, yes, you, if you are married, is made a sharer in creative wisdom, capital W. What a beautiful and mysterious statement. Yes, you, as a married person, is made a sharer in the very creative wisdom of God. Yes, the institution of marriage is under grave attack today. 
as many of us know and have seen and experienced, all the more reason for your marriage, my marriage, to shine a light, shine the light of Jesus into the darkness, inviting all we have the privilege to encounter to come, to come to Jesus and his truth and his blessing, to come to this beautiful plan of God, our creator for marriage. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families. We'll be right back. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street, and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'd like to share a healing scripture passage with you. And when I looked at the next one I happened to have prepared, I was amazed to see that it's very much related to our earlier scripture reflection on Matthew 14, Psalm 107, 28 to 30. Then they call to Yahweh in their trouble and he rescued them from their sufferings reducing the storm to a whisper until the waves grew quiet, bringing them glad at the calm safe to the port 
they were bound for. End of quote. So when you are in trouble, call to Yahweh. Call to your Father. Call to the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit. God will not ignore you. He's going to help you. He's going to rescue you. Perhaps your current challenge, your current adversity is even trouble in your marriage. Well, that happens. That happens. That's part of the stuff of life sometimes. But as I told you, God is infinitely and intimately interested in your marriage. Your marriage is everything to him. He will not leave you alone in your trouble. The storm will pass. Call to God, your father, and he will rescue you. He will rescue your marriage. He will give you everything you need. It may seem that that's impossible, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible to God. Remember, he's got all the power. He loves you. He loves your spouse more than you can imagine, more than you can possibly imagine. And he is coming to the rescue if only you invite him in. There is no problem insurmountable for you and your marriage when you call on God and give him permission to rescue you, to rescue you in your trouble. And perhaps you're dealing with sufferings in your life. Sufferings come in many, many forms. Body, mind, soul, and spirit, there are so many forms of sufferings. Well, turn to God, turn to Yahweh, and he will rescue you from your sufferings, no matter how terrible they seem. No matter how fierce the storm is, he can reduce that storm to a whisper with a nod, with a thought, with a breath. Yes, invite God, invite Jesus to reduce that storm in your life to a whisper and the waves will grow quiet and Jesus will most certainly bring you glad at the calm and safe to the port that you are bound for and that dear beloved child of God dear fellow repentant sinner that port is heaven where Jesus awaits you with a loving and overwhelmingly loving embrace. Remember, you are God's masterpiece. Contact us at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Join us on our next program for more on Familiaris Consortio and some beautiful scripture reflections. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. I'm Father Dwight Longenecker. I'd like to invite you to join me for a pilgrimage tour to France this September. It's based on my book, St. Benedict and St. Therese, The Little Rule and the Little Way. I'll be teaching about the spiritualities and the lives of these two great saints, and we'll be visiting the great monastery of Fleury, where St. Benedict's relics are venerated, and of course going to Lisieux to visit the childhood home of St. Therese, the Carmel where she was a nun, and the great basilica dedicated to her honor. But there's more than that. At Paris, we'll be visiting the Basilica of Sacré-Cœur, Rue de Bac with the Miraculous Medal, 
going on to Vézelay, Nevers with St. Bernadette, paris le Monial, where the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus was given to St. Margaret Mary, and then Chartres Cathedral, Mont Saint-Michel, the Normandy beaches, and more. I think there's not only going to be time for instruction and learning, but also prayer and worship, celebrating Mass in the various locations, and also time for fellowship and a good bit of French food and wine, too. Come and join us this September. If you'd like to know more, go to catholicheritagetours.com. That's catholicheritagetours.com, or be in touch with me through my website, twightlongenecker.com. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.